0: Howdy, y'all. What's up, y'all? It's uh, Corbin Wright and uh, Austin Shaw. Welcome to the Seeking Euphoria podcast. Uh, this is a special day, Austin.
1: It is, man, it is, I'm excited. This is
0: day one, episode one, the premiere
1: day of, our, of,
0: our, of our show, man. This is exciting. Um, so, tell me about yourself a little bit, Austin.
1: <laughs> okay, um, so, briefly. Name's Austin Shaw. Um, I am a secondary education major. I'm transferring to Harding University. Um, the reason why I want to do uh, secondary education is because uh, um, throughout my life, I've had I've had father figures, but uh, my biological father wasn't exactly in my life most of my life. He was in and out, but uh, I think that helping kids be, you know, just helping out kids um, mm-hmm. and being like a good role model. Not saying that I'm the best person, but being a good mo- role model to kids would definitely uh, make the world a little bit better. Yeah, man,
0: that's, that's awesome. So um, I'm Corbin Wright. Uh, I grew up in the church, you know, I grew up in a good Christian family. Um, right now I'm also a freshman at Harding University out in arkansas and um right now i'm kind of between two different majors but we're here me and austin and we're starting this podcast and hopefully it can uh, it can do something you know for the betterment of, of the culture and for people out there and so with that being said um i kind of wanted to get into the background of what seeking euphoria is um, you know i think um uh, if you didn't know we actually started off as instagram page and originally it was called We Seek Euphoria, but Seeking Euphoria is, I think, it just sounds better, am I right, Austin? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, and so back at the beginning of 2020, around like when COVID like really, really blew up uh, in March, I uh, wanted I wanted to make a difference somehow, but I wasn't exactly sure because I couldn't see people, people were like quarantining like left and right, like everyone was, even though no one had like COVID yet, really, but um, I wasn't sure how to go about it. So I did a lot of praying and how, to God and how can I make a difference? And so I started this Instagram page and I wanted to bring happiness to people uh, in the world and AKA euphoria, which is, we don't know, it's uh, happiness and ex- extreme excitement. But I wasn't sure how to do it still. And so we made this page where we actually empowered everyone else by letting them send us videos of themselves around 20 seconds or so of them just explaining or telling everyone else what brings them happiness and euphoria. And so it was really cool. And it was actually it started it's really small still and it's been a, a, a slow progress. And then honestly, um around summertime we got really busy and the account kind of died off. We kind of just stopped watching yeah. it.
1: Working the, so, Chick-fil-A, working the Chick-fil-A hours, you know what I'm
0: talking yeah, about. Yeah, me and Austin both worked Chick-fil-A, and it was killer. I mean, going to work, getting up at 4 a.m., being at work by 5, and working that's all, that's 13 all hours a day, you know. <laughs> it, was, it was horrible. It was awful. But it was also a blessing because while a lot of people were out of work, us being two incoming college students had a job. And so, yes, sir. Um, and then I always had intentions of reviving the Instagram, but... I just was also went to college and then my first semester I'm finishing up right now. It just was really busy and I just really slacked off honestly. And so the Instagram page pretty much been dead. And then recently um, I wanted to revive the page, but also had been, I'm also, I'm really big in podcasts. I love podcasts. I love listening to podcasts, Unashamed Podcast of Phil Robertson. Actually my cousin Gunnar uh, was a big inspiration for me. He has his own podcast. I don't want to butcher the name, But I believe it is weekly faith fuel, weekly fuel faith, Um, faith used in everyday life. It's a, he started his own podcast and I was like, you know what, man, look, this, why am I not doing this? This is a perfect opportunity right now to do this. And so I decided I wanted to do it, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to name it. And then I remembered my Instagram page, Speaking Euphoria Podcast. And then, well, it wasn't called Seeking For A Podcast at the time, but I said, let's just go with that. That'd be be our message. That'd be who we are. We want to be people who are striving for something more, some kind of happiness. And so that's what this is. That's what what this podcast is. It it turned into a podcast. And then I asked Austin to kind of join me so that way I wouldn't be alone in this because it's kind of, it can be challenging to join me in this podcast experience.
1: Yeah, I was was honored to like... Like whenever you ask me, I was like, "Dang," because like, I mean, I'm I'm always you know, available and just to help people. Um, I I would honestly love to help um, help Corbin just like build up this podcast um, as as his co-host. You know, it made me feel like a like I don't know if you ever watched like Conan Conan O'Brien or like I don't know, just like those talk shows, Jimmy Fallon. Like I feel like the co-host, but like honestly, I'm just here you know to build up. Uh, Corbin and uh, you know build up God's kingdom in reality.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's awesome. And so on this podcast, we're gonna it's gonna it's gonna take a lot of different uh, spins. It's gonna go in a lot of different. We're gonna talk about a lot of things. But the beauty of it, just like our Instagram page, is it's not about us. Okay, so me and Austin will be here facilitating things, but it won't just be us. In future episodes, we're gonna be joined by friends of ours and people who want to come on the show and we'll talk to them i think that's beautiful
1: maybe like some famous people i don't know man i don't know
0: know. yeah maybe maybe one day we can work to that point but uh that's a it's not the point you know that's that's it's about just if we can just help with one person's life that's enough
1: what if we get jesus what if we get jesus on the the podcast you know (laughs) i I think i I think he'll i think he'll be with us on the podcast but I,
0: I don't I don't know about vocally, know. you know, maybe know. you never know. know it maybe. could happen. Anything is know. possible.
1: He's going to come down. The first thing he does is, hey, let me
0: get on this podcast or bringing everyone up back to <laughs> heaven. He's going to say, first, let me make this podcast. You on, for first. You.
1: Let, me, no, let me show um, you how it's done.
0: Anyways, <laughs> that's that's great. And so, yeah, that's what this podcast is. Um, really, really excited uh we have a lot of great ideas for a lot of good things we want to discuss and so a lot of it's going to be christian based ultimately that's what it's about
1: yeah i, want, I always want to circle back to christian and that's that's that definitely like you know just makes me like really whenever you, whenever uh you brought it up to me i was just like i i just like imagined so many christian opportunities so many opportunities to uh just further the kingdom of god and uh honestly Personally, like whenever you asked me, I was just like, I was excited. But in like my back of my mind, I was like, how am I going to do this? I sound terrible. And uh, I'm kind of oh, like man. Moses and I stutter. But uh, honestly, I, I try and do new things. And uh, I would love to bring honor to God's name. Yeah. And honestly, help others in the way.
0: Yeah. Um, with that being said, we are gonna, we're going to be focusing on Christian uh ideologies and whatnot but we also will be talking about just things other things that uh, with a christian mindset uh, things that we just enjoy like movies and music and uh like sports at times if, if we want to but i mean like first off man can y'all tell me the best mc movie out there i'm just throwing it out there uh there's a, there's a lot of good marvel yeah there's, there's a lot of them you know that's that's the kind of stuff we also will be incorporating at times you know just you know whatever whatever we feel like talking about ultimately which is really cool but um thor right okay that's debatable um <laughs> i would say Actually, yes, no.
1: like i honestly like doctor strange is pretty good I like
0: infinity war and, and Endgame is kind of like the op answer because it's something that's been you know working towards oh. so i would say honestly my favorite is other
1: than that it's probably captain america civil war i, I love civil, that movie civil war yes yeah, that's like the first like big like cinematic universe meetup i uh, guess like the avengers uh, and the well, avengers, like, and avengers. avengers oh well well anyways. Anyways. anyways okay
0: um anyways getting back to the uh, topic at hand returning. uh so yeah so stuff like that we're gonna be talking and this, this first episode instead of bringing in someone else to talk to me and Austin thought it would be a good idea to kind of just let y'all know who we are and so you can have a better idea of just who, you, who you're listening to on this on this show um with that being said um Austin why don't you start us off and tell us a little bit about who you are in a little bit more detail I know you gave a, a brief uh yeah thing earlier but go ahead
1: okay so um Alright, so like I said, my name is Austin Shaw, blah blah blah. Skip to the end. Okay, so like I said, you know, so like I guess to really tie this into like the podcast, um so like pretty much my Christian walk began with my father, my biological father. You know, he was in and out of my life and with my biological mom. You know, she kinda got me into it, but my dad really he was the driving factor in in between that. Um, he took me to church, uh, whenever I was in Texas, he lives in Texas. And, uh, you know, whenever we got in Texas, I would, I would go to youth camp and I get filled with the spirit and then I get back home in Louisiana and I wouldn't really use anything for it. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go further in my walk, um, until probably I was around like 16, 17. Um, probably around sixteen, seventeen. I, uh, I started walking
0: mm-hmm. more
1: with, with God. And, uh...
0: And what does that mean for those who so might like, not know what that means, who maybe aren't Christian out there? Which is okay. This podcast is not just for Christians.
1: So, like, I guess examples of walking with God would be, like, starting to take up my own faith. Take up, I guess, in Christian terms, take up my own cross. So, like, I guess... My faith would rely more on uh, my father. Like before I started walking on my own, it would rely on other people, like my father, my mother. I would rely on other people's faith to, you know, like kind of like, I don't know, people these days, they tell you what to believe. And, mm-hmm. you know, childhood faith. Parent, yeah, like your parents will tell you what to believe. So it wasn't until like I was 16, 17, and I started to like wonder. What do I believe? And then uh, I started kind of like looking more into it. And this year, actually, I finally made the decision to be baptized. Amen. Um, so I'm finally immersed with the body of Christ. And now um, I'm, I was really trying to search ways how I could further the kingdom of Christ. And that's where teaching began at first i wanted to do like electrical engineering and uh, that wasn't really working i didn't really sure. see no interest in passion i mean honestly i could have done it like personally like, I, I love math <laughs> 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 yeah, i get a lot of that like people like people say it's hard and honestly i don't doubt it gifted engineer, Ingen- gifted man blessed like, like i love math but like sometimes calculus like i did calculus in high school man oof it was it was hard Mm. but I, I passed somehow but anyways so like i wanted to do electrical engineering but it fell through and i was like i don't want to do that but uh corbin's brother trip had like started talking about uh he started doing teaching and i was like interested in that and he we talked more about it and whenever we talked about it he mentioned like there's a high demand in mail teachers and, mm-hmm. and you know, and I was like I was like, dang, really? And I started looking into it and I was like you yeah. know, there's there's a demand for just father figures and all around. Yeah. Not saying that I'm a father, you know, but I could be some type of role model mm-hmm. to you know, kids who don't exactly have a father figure. And And real quick Allah, real
0: quick, uh going off of that. It's interesting you say that. Because um just of like the community, tell them a little bit about the community like you grew up in.
1: Okay, so I was raised in New Iberia. I was born in Lafayette, but raised in New Iberia. Which is a small town in very <laughs> deep South Louisiana. Deep South Louisiana, uh, 30,000 30, people. It's not, sorry, it's, 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 right. it's not too small, but like it's just in between like the almost big, but not really we got it we just recently got our own chick-fil-a and we started working yeah it. it's yeah it's yeah but it was like a rumor for like two years so um but anyways uh the community there's a big portion of it is really bad it's, uh i guess bad it's just a lot of low income it's very uh, impoverished parts yeah it's not now until recently it's starting to look a little bit better and now the the mayor and president not the president president but like the i guess the parish president is starting to work on new iberia more Mm -hmm. um so now it's beautiful they're beautifying the city Mm -hmm. but a lot of a lot of it's due to the crime there's a lot of uh drugs meth uh uh gun crime uh i guess robbing yeah. Like recently, like my neighbors got busted for meth, so like I was like, or it got drug busted, I guess. it's kind of like what? The reason, like, go ahead, sorry. But like, yeah, like just like stuff like that happens usually. It, it kind of, it's kind of like almost like, uh I guess like nullify. Like no, nah. it's like what is that word? Nullify. It's not nullify. It's like
0: you're the engineer of the, of the peeps. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. I don't know, man. It's where you like get used to it and, uh,
0: uh yeah it, I, I mean it starts numb, to repeat. it's numb
1: but i don't know i don't know I, I
0: don't know the official terminology but i know what you're talking
1: about yeah you know i hope the the listeners uh know maybe oh, one the, of y'all dec- it's the, the- decent ties that is it not nullified. that is completely different
0: <laughs> i don't matter it's it's completely different difference. my point the difference. reason why i was asking you to explain that a little bit is because because there is so much crime the actual reason behind it is pretty simple it's there's a lot of of there's not a lot of father figures out there and i think yeah. that has a huge part in the crime and the just a lot of the the negativity that is in our community and so that's why i was asking you to to mention that
1: and uh, mm-hmm. go ahead i think like uh the, fa- the the father figure issue is pretty much nationwide and we live in one of those communities that you know, father figures are needed. You know what I mean? Um, which I found is very important, and I, I was t- I took interest in it. I took interest in it, yeah. So now I kind of want to be. Oh, I do want to be a teacher. Um, the next step for me is probably like going to Harding University in Arkansas and uh, going to over the summer. I think I want to go to like a camp and see if I actually like dealing with kids because <laughs> kids are actually aggravating sometimes. So that's definitely the next step. So that's it, that's my, my vlog.
0: Yeah, and I, I definitely think going to a camp and being like a counselor would be a great idea. My cousin Gunner, the one that I mentioned earlier, he actually is doing the same out in Missouri next summer with like Camp Kanakook or something. It's like a real big camp Yeah. nationwide. Anyways, uh, Harding University, you mentioned that that is the university i attend it's a christian based university um i have pretty much wanted to go there for years now and and the reason why i'm bringing this up is just to kind of help explain austin a little bit more as well he uh i mentioned it to him before and now uh, that desire of his to potentially go there has grown and like very recently in the last few weeks he decided to he's going to transfer and go there next semester
1: that's very and we, exciting. And I, and I plan to do it with uh, our friend Nick. Um, he, I, at first, I wanted to go last semester, but I ended up not going. And then this semester, wasn't so good. My 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 friend Nick, our friend, he was like, uh, he we me and him didn't really have the best semester in the world. And Corbin mentioned Harding to him, and he took interest. And whenever he, uh, Nick told me that he took interest, I was like, you know what? maybe I need, maybe I should look into it. And uh, I started looking into it. Now I'm fully in. Now they're both transferring. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, it's awesome. Uh, Nick will very soon be on this podcast as well. We want to get him on here. Uh, he's a lot of, he has a lot of good things to talk about. A lot of good, uh, words to chip in and to give his, his point is valid. (laughs) That's pretty much what I'm saying. he
1: He has a very good testimony. He's a, he's a strong Christian. Um, both physically and you know spiritually um i love nick he's a great guy he's one of my best friends shout out nick shout out nick okay so for myself
0: i would say for me i've grown up in the church like i mentioned my dad was a minister youth minister up until i was around eight and then um we moved and then i have moved a few times growing up in my life so i've been able to experience very different cultures and communities which has opened my eyes to a lot so what kind
1: of what what kind of communities cultures yeah so
0: (laughs) i mean and i lived in uh i was born in texas then when i was two i moved to south louisiana i mean not south louisiana Uh, i moved to alabama north alabama where my dad was a youth minister and um i lived there till i was about eight and there it was very you know it's a very southern style uh, community a lot of good things but there's also a lot of crime as well but I was so young. I was, I didn't know really. And then
1: mm-hmm. from there,
0: I moved to Houston when I was eight, just about to be nine. And I lived there up until 2017, going into my sophomore year. So I was uh, 15, 15, and in Houston, it was man, that was where I spent. So out of all the places I've lived, that's where I spent the most time of my life. And uh, it was I loved it at the time but also didn't, I began to realize just how much, like there's a lot of people in Houston. And I actually lived on the outer part of Houston, a suburb called Cyprus. But in the suburb alone, there was just in the school system alone, there was over a hundred thousand students.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, man, dude. Like I went to Texas just recently, dude. I saw a middle school, a middle school, dude. That thing was like stories high, like yeah, it was gigantic.
0: gigantic. So I thought, uh, it, when I, go, sorry, uh, when I lived in Houston, I began to I was growing up you know I was young and kind of starting to have my own thoughts finally and I always wanted to do I always wanted to have some crazy job one day I always had all these different ideas pop up in my mind and then also not last very long I'd be very determined towards one path I mean I was so young so I mean really I had so much time and I still do but back then I was so like destined like I was so determined to Uh, to achieve some things and well going into my freshman year no no after I played basketball a lot growing up let me say that and after going into going into my eighth grade year I stopped which you would say that's still early on as far as sports goes and and it is true but that's all I knew my whole life and I stopped because I just lost the passion for it I didn't enjoy it as much and so I didn't enjoy playing it. I enjoyed watching it, but not playing it competitively. And so that actually, the reason why I'm saying that is because that actually took a huge emotional toll on me. Like, uh, I was for a little while, I would, and I don't like to throw around this term, but I was borderline depressed, like seriously. Hmm. Uh, just because that's, I didn't realize how much of a toll that was going to have on me. And not because I chose to quit, but because everyone questioned why I did. And that, man, that wrecked me. And so for those three years, I still believed in God but I didn't I wasn't strong in my faith at all then a few years ago going into 2017 I moved to where I live now in South Louisiana to a little town called New Iberia and so New Iberia
1: I guess it's little
0: in comparison to Houston <laughs> in comparison to the millions Dude. of people that I lived around okay. it was okay. and honestly looking at it now it's really not that small but in comparison man it was drastic oh yeah going from a a suburb in Cyprus where across the street there was houses for a million dollars, which we were not upper class. We were very hardcore middle class, and I'm thankful for that. But to go, moving to South Louisiana where um, all my siblings had just gone off to college, or they were already in college, or my last sibling, my sister, uh, she went off to college. So when we moved, it was just me going to my sophomore year with my parents, pretty much. Drastic change. Um, going to Title I school or Title I school, I always forget which one, Called, but that's uh, pretty much it's the most impoverished know. school you can go to in the nation of category school and so that was very different I wasn't used to seeing that I saw a lot of a lot of struggles and for the first year of living in Iberia I didn't really uh, have any friends at all But over time it got better uh, my church I went to a small church and it's been growing ever since and it's been beautiful experience oh, yeah. amazing changes and I'm sure me and Austin will talk about that in the future. But for the sake of this, I'm gonna uh, go past that a little bit. And so uh, I started having friends. Me and Austin became friends at school. Um, we met in like, I think like- uh, Junior year, like civics, first semester. Civics. Yeah, civics. Well, we met in civics, but we got real close in American history. Yeah, that uh, was, uh,
1: I wanna say like junior year, right? Yeah. No,
0: wait, no yeah. it was, it was. And so it was yeah. actually first semester junior year, which is crazy. So now, I, I consider Austin like a brother to me. And so, um, here you're I am. You're a brother to me. <laughs> All right, It's savvy. Um, anyways, and so it's been getting better. When I was 16, I decided to be baptized. I finally decided to just, I always wanted to be, but for some reason, I was just another kid who just for some reason didn't. And I finally decided, you know what, it's time. Um, But but the week before that, I was actually with my brother. I mean, my brother road trip out to Colorado, did trek with this random church. We never met before from San Antonio. And it was the most life-changing experience ever. And that's, I really felt God pressing on me to get baptized. So I came back, got baptized. And honestly, pretty soon afterwards, I I started experiencing changes. Like, seriously. Um, I started leading a teen Bible study weekly for about six or eight months every single week for about two hours on Thursday nights and that's not to praise myself by any means but I was beginning to see God work through me and that was that was awesome and so while there was a lot of good things that came just as many bad things came as well in my spiritual journey I had a lot of sin in my life a lot of struggles a lot of pain that I kind of just self-inflicted on myself it wasn't nothing physical but it was just struggles that I dealt with I didn't know how to do I didn't know how to deal with I didn't really share it with many people and so um, that was a struggle for me and eventually I just really like decided you know what I have an option I have one option I have two options you can either go about this and just continue to be just like always you know struggling sad and you know or I can choose to lean in the Christ and like be renewed pretty much and so i began to do that but it still wasn't so my faith got stronger but it still wasn't like i was fully dependent on god fast forward again to the freshman semester so this semester i just we're finishing up right now um i began taking some classes at harding and i had planned to go And we'll talk about this a little bit i planned to go in the youth ministry and now i'm actually thinking about switching my major to something else maybe some kind of social work because now more than ever I'm feeling God press on me um I actually wanted to read a scripture I need to pull it up uh Austin say something I got to pull the scripture up real quick
1: say something (laughs) so what is like what does the scripture say like
0: it's a it's in Matthew I should have it right here okay so it's in the summer on Mount, one of my classes this semester We went through the summer on the Mount and I started to feel God pressing on me saying, Look, Corbin, look, if you truly want to experience change, if you truly want to live for me, then you have to choose to follow me and to give up your life and to surrender. And I've always liked the idea of the word surrender. I didn't know what it meant, but now I'm starting to understand what it meant, what it means. And so in Matthew 5 verse 46, and this is a little different, but I'm going to explain in a minute. Jesus says, if you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? And so, as I read that, it began to hit me differently this time around. I've read it like through my life, but they can't understand it. And it's easy to share Christ with people who are coming to church, with your friends who are Christians, easy. It's easy to, to be that. And That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to go to youth ministry where I can share Christ to people. But then I began to realize, you know, I began to have a lot of second thoughts with youth ministry, and I never even went into it yet. And so that was a big red flag. And then I also realized that, you know, if I do youth ministry, I'm afraid I'll lean into the comfort of sharing Christ with only those who come to the church, only those who are seeking Christ openly and coming to. And so now I'm at a point where, you know, I need to be more proactive in going out and showing Christ to other people and being Christ. And I think um, now more than ever, I'm beginning to understand that. And also like, um, that's just pressing on me a lot. And I think with that being said now, uh, I wanna pursue a career path that isn't so much working for congregational staff, there's nothing wrong with that but i think i would lean into the comfort too much of that and not be willing to to sacrifice things for for jesus cuz ultimately you know he says if you're not if you don't if you're not willing to give up like your family for me if you're not willing to give up things that you love for me you're not worthy of me and Ooh. and that's something that's and really like this semester i've been praying to god like really praying to god recently for clarity and like that is starting to like hit me man and it's it's beautiful and right now so I would say that i'm really i'm learning things i got a whole lot to learn and that's where i'm at right now
1: that's good brother man
0: okay so um with that being said i kind of wanted to dive in to more of what that means uh yeah i think we might talk about this again in the future with some of our friends but i want to reread matthew 5 verse 46 and 47
1: Matthew 5
0: Matthew 5:46 five, and 47 I'm going to reread it. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. And pagans were pretty much people who who worship false gods pretty
1: much. Yeah. And
0: so what do you think that means, man?
1: Okay, so... That reminds me of verse. Um, James. Okay, so... I want to say... Let's see. Looking at as of right now. But it reminds James me like... Let's see. James is a great book. Me, it is. It's awesome. Okay, so it reminds me of uh, whenever James is talking about faith. Um show me your faith without deeds and I will show you my faith by my deeds you believe that there is one God good even the demons believe that um so like yeah going back to Matthew Matthew 5 right Mm -hmm. um so so like in a way like so like back in the day you know it was taught that um to love your friends and family and hate your enemies well mm-hmm. so Jesus transformed their minds and they're like bro that's not what it is it's it's more love your enemies and love everybody not just your family <laughs> and it, I'm, it really doesn't show who God is like if we're gonna be uh, ambassadors of God if we're gonna be his his image on earth you know he is love you know and if we don't love everybody then then we're not doing what what we're called to do um so, like, even the pagans, you know, pagans, they treated, they honorably, they went and loved their enemies. They tried to, uh, they tried to, uh, you know, be peaceful. Um, and Jewish people, I guess, not Jewish people, people but, like, I guess, like, in this sense, like, Jewish Christian or Jewish Christians, they were, like, um, I guess not well, yeah. I mean, there were Jews, but messing, also, up. Jesus said
0: yeah. they're neither Jew nor Gentile, so God's people essentially. Yeah, God's people.
1: I messed up real bad. Um, so like, um, so what they would do is like they would they would treat their enemies. I guess someone who did them wrong. You know, they would hate on them, and that's not what we're called to. Do.
0: Yeah, um, that's. When you really begin and that's something i'm really beginning just beginning to understand what that means it's pretty terrifying um to the to the to point of loving someone so much that you that, that absolutely hates you the person hates you yeah okay, mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people today might not say they have like quote unquote enemies but you do i mean you really do yeah. and there's a lot of people oh, that yeah. would say they have enemies and like that's very much true we all do um Satan himself is a mastermind at disguising our enemies as something that is not bad enough for us to, to try to make a difference.
1: I th- and I feel like, oh, my bad. No, go ahead. I feel like enemies can go, like, okay, so, like, I guess, like, enemies can go beyond, like, what, like, so, like, if I make someone enemy then they're an enemy to me but like what if they think they're I'm their friend you know I me mean? like you know what I mean mm-hmm. like secretly I can think they're my enemy but you know um holding unforgiveness against them so like I guess like I've done that a few times this semester the grudges, where, you mean oh yeah oh yeah, yeah grudges and I would do that and I opened my eyes I was like man I'm treating this person really wrong and so I started to love them more and I tried to become their friend. I mean, it ended up not exactly working out the best, but um, I really tried to, you know, love on them. And it, it I mean, I hope like I hope I uh, spread you know the love of Christ to them. But they were they weren't exactly Christian. But and another one was Christian. But uh, you know what they were doing to me uh, weren't so good. Mm-hmm. So I I tried my best. I tried to love on them, and uh, I bought them things, and I tried to show that I was their friend. Even though, like, I was, I tried not to hate on them. I tried not to speak badly about them, slander their name. Slander means just like uh, to make their name bad to their. Uh, yeah. I guess their uh, what their I guess their uh, honor their uh, I guess their credibility ruin their credibility in the world so well i would try to
0: yeah i was just gonna say so uh and for you that's good if you were trying to do this but another thing is you don't and this is not just about you austin it's about whoever is out there listening yeah. anyone um loving your enemy doesn't necessarily mean you have to be friends with them jesus doesn't say oh, yeah. you know forgive them and then be their best friend you know he says you have to forgive them. That's that's it. You know, if someone, like for instance, this is kind of an extreme case. Let's say someone, you know, murders your brother. Okay, well, and that, that's, that's horrible. That's, that's Absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible, right? But you yeah. know, we're not called to Jesus doesn't say, okay, now go be friends with that person and let them into your life again. He doesn't say that. Let them be around your other brothers. He doesn't say that. Now he says you must forgive them and love them. But it doesn't mean that boundaries aren't okay. Boundaries are good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think boundaries are amazing. Um, and like I, I think the going be friends thing uh, is definitely a good. You know, it's it's a good thing to set boundaries between. You know, just like, yeah, I love you from a distance. You're you're my friend, but I'm not gonna hang around you as much as I used to. Um, I feel like also that even though. We may not like them. I feel like sometimes we may be called to uh, to be their friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, your dad and your your dad, your preacher dad, um, was talking about this. My dad's a preacher now.
0: I don't know if I mentioned that. My dad's a preacher now.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he was talking about reconciliation, which means restoring friendly relations. Um, And I think I have the sermon written down, Um, but what that means. So, like, if you're like, say it again, restoring what? restoring friendly relations with uh, others okay. so like say, say like uh, you're you know you, you and another person weren't friends you all ended really badly and then now you know God, you've entered you know a life with God and you have to you know not you have to but you know if you want to show love to know one another you know you would, res- you would try to restore re- you know that relationship mm-hmm or at least you would bring peace to uh you know yeah you would ask for forgiveness or you would attempt to you know uh show them you know you love them and still care about them whether or not they you did them wrong or they did you wrong i feel like that's where it can go
0: yeah um you're saying that kind of reminded me of you have like you need to restore peace you have to pretty much um and to the best to Doing the part that you can do. Ultimately, you don't have to do it all. It's ultimately God alone who can do it. But you have yeah. to do your part. But I wanted to say um with restoring peace, kind of I, I I can't remember where it is off the top of my head. So forgive me. But scripture saying pretty much. You are forgiving. Uh, thought you were about to say this scripture before I even said what I was thinking. But uh anyways, never mind. Uh, um,
1: I'm, I might. Why might
0: all right, so uh, if you, uh, I'll, I'll begin, you'll see see where where this goes. If you, okay, okay. Uh, uh, anyways, what I, pretty much what it was like. If you go, to, do not go to bed angry with a brother or sister. Pretty much. Oh, uh, I think don't. I, go, I, I, can't, I literally, I don't know why. So I'll take my tongue, I just can't remember particularly, specifically where it's at right now. But pretty much, do not go to bed angry with a brother or sister. God doesn't say, you know, we have to have a time of our lives with them. we don't it's not about that but it is about making things right and finding peace resolving the solution to the best of your ability doing what you can but not through your power through oh. God's power
1: apparently uh, so, I, I'm, so you can hear me okay so like mm-hmm. it, it cut out for me.
0: yeah
1: I had I am your back you might have to repeat what you just said because I didn't hear it but I
0: Okay, um, I was saying it's all good. No, it's good. Um, so yeah, but you're back. we're good now. Um, anyways, uh, it was kind of quiet for a second. This is our first episode guys. We're, we're not, let me just throw this out there. We are not professionals. We are two guys who wanted to get together, just record what we talk about often. Uh, we talk about this kind of stuff pretty regularly. And we just wanted an opportunity. And we don't know everything. That's We really want to emphasize, we do not know everything. And that is okay. We we just are giving you our two cents. And if it's wrong, you know, we'll be open to criticism. And wait, I want to know the right things. Look, I don't want to preach. I don't want to say, I don't want to talk about the wrong things and get it misinformed. That's not my goal. But pretty much what I was going back to what I was saying was, um, do not go to bed, go to bed angry with the brother or sister, you know? Jesus doesn't want us necessarily to, I mean, throw a, a massive, you know, celebration, go to, you know, six flags with them. That's not what he's saying, but he's saying you have to make peace with them. You have to make things right to the best of your ability, but it's not through your power, it's through God's power.
1: I think I, I have, I have it. Sorry, my bad. I was trying to read it. I think it has to do, don't let the sun go down. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying I'm really... I'm honest it. am a the 10-month tongue God, Or like, it's, it's like... Right, Sorry, Sorry. But anyways... Um... So, like... Yeah, don't let the... Like... Because, like, honestly, like, if you do go to... Like, say if you, like... You and your girl arguing right before bed, and you're like... You know what, man? You know what, man? I give mm. Boom. You, uh... You close the floor. You close That's the it. door, and you're like... I'm going, I'm going, I'm going to, bo- I'm going to bed and, uh, and next I'm morning, you know, you wake up, you just like, you know, you kind of forgot about it. You don't really care. And you, your girl, you know, she stayed up all night, still, you know, mad about it. And now you wake up, you don't really have those same emotions as you did yesterday. And that's not really good. Cause like, you know, you don't, now you don't really care about it and you just, you know, you're not as faithful. Yeah, the thing about that
0: the thing about that is you're making the relationship oh, yeah. all about yourself you're not factoring and someone else is a part of this whether it's like a wife a girlfriend or just like a friend like it's every relationship is a two-way street okay it, it requires work and effort and love and true love for someone else is you're not just gonna you know forget about the pain you call someone else okay that's and if you truly forget hopefully they'll you know, at some point remind you. And hopefully you'll be willing to accept that. And two, ask for forgiveness. Because that's that's crucial to a relationship. A relationship built on mm-hmm. love and forgiveness is a relationship that will last.
1: Yeah. I could all, honestly, like, don't get me wrong, I've done this before. That's mm-hmm. why I'm trying, like, that's all I'm saying. Like, uh, I could talk so much about, mm-hmm. like, problems in relationships because I've dealt with them. And I'm not exactly exactly saying i'm the most the wise person in you know relationships but i do i do have i did have a lot of problems in my past relationships that i really want to correct and especially help other people in doing um i you know i just i would love Mm -hmm. you know honestly like if i ever were to go back into a relationship i would love to you know correct the things that i did in my past relationships you know i mean and, like, I, I think you could say that for yourself and I think anyone who has had, you know, past relationships yeah. would want to do that. Um, I'm still trying to... Yeah. Because no, no one's honestly, perfect. Honestly, like, you will never have a perfect relationship except, except my one. boy Jesus, you know? what I'm saying? Um, That's yeah, it. That's it. He's, he's the only one.
0: No, you I I keep <laughs> saying <laughs> that. It. I was just saying that's it. You'll never have oh, a perfect right. relationship oh, yeah. except like, for if Jesus. you don't have, that's you it. know, I, yeah, honestly. And even then... It might be not be perfect, but on your end. On his end, it will always be perfect. Look, he'll do his thing. He'll always be there for you. That's, 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 that's your that's boy. I mean.
1: Okay? But you got to accept that. Um. um. <laughs> you were saying? Um, that was weird. Um, so I'm still trying to look at that verse. I'm like, just like, in that. It's, <laughs> look, man. It's,
0: uh, it's all right. Well, ne- next episode, first thing it's we bring up is that verse. Okay? Because, like, you got to yeah stay tuned you know <laughs> yeah stay, stay tuned no but uh anyways let's get back to let's Honestly, get back to it, man
1: um would you like to end it right here so we can okay this is like a test right so we're gonna look back at this and you want to do it again yeah man i mean look uh this
0: Honestly. has been a good podcast it's been enjoyable um so yeah. With that being said, we're gonna go ahead and end this. I think this is a good stopping Stay point. Tuned. Stay tuned. We're gonna dive into that verse and with uh, yeah. some more conversation. Um, so again, uh, like we said, we have a po- we also have an Instagram That's uh, Seeking Euphoria Podcast yes. on Instagram. That's S E E K I N G E U P H O R I A. P O D C A S T. Man, first try off the top of my brain. Like I memorized that thing. <laughs> Anyways, check us out on there. Um, not for us, but to see um, what God And is other doing people's lives. Yeah. Through that page. It's other people's lives. It's beautiful. And also, if you want to me- reach out to us, feel free to message us there or message us at our email at seeking Euphoria podcast at gmail.com. And so, yeah, thank you for being here today. This is Corbin I'll Wright and uh and uh see we'll, you later, bud. we'll see y'all All next right. time.